Your last day of vacation and you found time for a deep tissue massage followed by a long mud bath then a two-hour nap. Because you're an American Express Platinum Guard member and booked your stay at a fine hotel and resort through Amex Travel, which means a 4 p.m. checkout. And those relaxing vacation vibes can keep going at the airport in the Centurion Lounge. Just a splash. Before you board the plane back to reality. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your travel experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. This episode is brought to you in part by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like The Guest List by Lucy Foley. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Welcome to the Nerdist Podcast number 929. Uh, this episode is brought to you by Mozilla. Uh, support for this podcast comes from IRL, an original podcast from Mozilla, hosted by Veronica Belmont, who I have known for years, and she is a genius and wonderful. Uh, she explores uh, the disconnect between with real stories from the internet and the online issues that affect all of us because... Online life is real life now. It is. IRL. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Veronica Belmont is the best. Um, thank you for them, too, for sponsoring, uh, for sponsoring this episode of the Nerdist Podcast, which is a hostful. Um, there are some changes afoot here at the Nerdist Podcast. Uh, some stuff's changing. Uh, but just know that the podcast isn't going anywhere. Uh, but just uh, we'll explain it all in the podcast. So don't you worry. I'm going to do my best to take care of you. So uh, it's all going to be explained. So you get a hostful podcast and, uh, and then a big announcement and then a dissection of that announcement because, God forbid, what would anything be if I didn't overtalk it? So, uh, so that's what, that's what you're going to get. But uh, anyway, here it is, the Nerdist Podcast number 929, a hostful podcast, a very special episode of the podcast. You'll soon find out why. And remember, everything's okay. Everything's going to be fine. Uh, Katie, roll the fine. Now entering Nerdist.com. That uh, Trails coffee shop really likes to take their time. <laughs> Especially there was uh, one of those, uh, you know, you can tell young actor boys, like uh-huh. doing a long, long Sexy order. Actor boys? Like, they, like what? Were they hot? Like it was just like an actor kid, like with his mom. And like he's like, yes, hello. Can I have a bowl of avocado? <laughs> 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 He sounds odd. He's like like a blonde kid, probably like you know, ten years old. Oh yeah. Oh my Bowl god. Bowl of avocado. Oh, do you have um, balsamic vinaigrette and uh, olive oil? Could you put that on too? And like just and then like his mom tried to order like a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, 
And then the guy's like, oh, we don't serve that till 10. And then he's like, wait, what don't, what don't they serve till 10? She's oh, like, the PBJ. And he went, no. <laughs> and then there was like yeah, a sure. moment. Who would do that when they were ordering something? There, there was, <laughs> Chris, I was going to go there, but you went there first. Well done. I know. I, I, there wanted, was, to the I wanted to aim the bullet at myself. There was a moment, though, like, like there was like this awkward beat, like the kid and the mom were expecting the guy to go, okay. <laughs> <laughs> A beat where he blinked three times and a heart plucked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's when, when, you know, like, it's, you you hear people talk about, it's like, yeah, L.A. people, like, you know, that they, that type of, L, you know, the, the way people complain about sure, L.A. people. Yeah. And we never really run into those people. No. Uh, but then, like, I forget if I am, like, at, you know, at the Grove Shopping Center or something, like, or I, it's always the kids that bug me the most. There could be like a dude, a bro going like, you know, doing the same thing. But it's like a, when it's an actor oh, kid. Oh, when, when it's a little kid because you're like, come on. Stop yeah. trying to be an adult. Yeah, be exactly. A kid. Yeah, it's okay to be a kid. Don't dress more more expensive clothes than me. But then I got to, but then you got to go with the parents about that. Yeah, you know? yeah. Like that's it. Although we're, we're recording this very early in the morning because let's, let's, let's begin by, uh, by just, uh, just talking about Matt Myra for a second. <laughs> Uh, oh no! I'll speak for Matt now. here. Do we have to? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> what if it turned out that Matt actually was dead, and we were like, we, he was just a ghost, and he thinks he's hologram Myra, hologram Myra, Hol- yeah, yeah. Myra, Myra Graham, Myra Graham, Myra Graham, Myra Graham. You know, it's a sixty-minute window now for these podcasts. It's almost like so I can hear him still. Now, they're not going to count as a download. So what? We don't talk about. Okay, it. we don't talk about. It at all. <laughs> So, um, <clears throat> you know, I saw on your uh, Instagram feed, which, of course, is the best way to keep up with people, with people on a personal level. It's very true. That uh, uh, you had not one, but two yeah. uh, anxiety incidents that you thought you were dying. That's right. I meant to text you oh, saying you're hoping you're okay. No but also you worry sometimes that... The text will make me go, well, yeah, like I it's thought a, it was fine, it, and then this happened. Yeah. Sure. Was what? that really why you didn't text him? Yeah, it was. Mm, okay. It was. Uh, well, I yeah, I uh, <laughs> Sunday morning. Uh, uh, I was. I got up. I uh, took a shower. Got ready. Packed up my bags. Went outside the hotel. The car picks me up at nine to go to the studio to do after trek. Uh, I felt okay. Wheeled my bag out, sat on the bench waiting for the car, and, you know, the car, I didn't see the car, I didn't see the car, all right, well, it's not there. Then I finally realized that the guy that was sleeping was my car. So I, <laughs> so I walked over, and I, you know, just opened, what I, my, my move when they're sleeping, which happens a lot, because I fly, you know, I yeah, go at weird times, weird hours. is just to open their trunk. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then start putting my bag in. Then they come out all like, oh, sorry. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, one guy I felt so bad for because he looked super tired. I walked. Oh. And then I told the, I texted the, uh, our talent coordinator. I was like, hey, that guy looks real tired. I'm just walking. So I'll tell, you know, call yeah. them and tell them he's good. To fire that man? Uh, <laughs> have that man fire. Have, have that, that man, man without a job or a wife by the end of the day. Can we replace the driver with a PBJ? But could you please <laughs> no. do it after 10 so he can get his peanut butter and jelly? <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> I did a real, real quick aside. Sure. I did because he ordered a hot chocolate, of course. But like um, the uh, the like, I heard the guy inside. I heard the guy inside after the kid walked away, and the guy like the barista inside was like, he's like, do we have any Himalayan sea salt for the hot chocolate? <laughs> <laughs> 
That is exactly what you're exactly right. When people talk about LA, like that in a nutshell, that's yep. that's exactly the the general vibe. Yes. We kinda used to we used to talk about those kids a lot that you'd see at the grow being like, I want the iPad that has the two hundred and fifty six gigabytes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh god. Yeah. So anyway. <laughs> I just I just fucking put him right back. Guys, no, 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 no. Okay, so uh, so you're Katie, waiting. Katie, ride the, those levels. Right. So, you're, <laughs> so you're waiting for the car. You wait. Yeah, for the no, car. Wait, I get in the car and then I'm like, oh, I didn't have my coffee yet. And then we're driving. It's a very short drive to the studio, and I had I just started to like feel very tense and like I was like, what's wrong with me? Is are my clothes too tight? Do I need to like? Uh, is it weird if I ask the driver to pull over and take my stuff and I'm just gonna walk the rest of the way? And I was like, yeah, that'd be really weird. So. I'm just going to go. I get out of the car and get in the elevator, and I can't. Like, I'm just shallow breaths. I can't breathe. I'm like, oh, God, what's happening? What's happening? I get to the floor, go right into the bathroom, and I just, like, take off everything and, like, start hanging on the stall, like, to stretch mm-hmm. out and, like, just go, like, okay, my organs So if someone came in, before. they would just see nude Matt Myra swinging They would just a... see me, like, hanging, going, what's up? Yeah. <laughs> what, what, what's up? What the fuck is up? I'm dying, 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 I'm dying. So, what's up? So, I'm like, oh, this isn't working. So I just put a sweatshirt back on, go into the office. Uh, everybody's gone into the production meeting. And the table read is at 9.15, and I'm like, okay, well, i got to get in there at 9.15. Let me just sit down for a little bit and see if I can breathe. And I, and I couldn't really catch my breath, and then I go in. I was like, okay, I'll just power through. I'll just power through. I go in and uh, go into the table read, and I... You put your clothes on by this point, right? Yeah, I had a okay. sweatshirt on, some Damn jeans, it. some nice boots. <laughs> Sorry, John. Um, and I couldn't talk. I walked into the table read and I couldn't. I couldn't speak. I was like, like did it feel like your throat like, was. Ever, I just couldn't get enough breath to say oh, words. Yeah. Uh, and I, you know, my uh, showrunner Jeremy, he's like, "What's going on?" I was like, "You're all right." I was like, "No." He's like, uh, "He's like, okay." Um, he's like, "Okay, everybody, will clear the room." Uh, how are you feeling? You're like, I was like, I just. Breathe and, you need to go to sick bay. And, yeah, right. Uh, so no doctor. We just had an engineer and Riker on. I mean, it was <laughs> we had Culber on last week. Um, so I uh, just like I can't. I didn't. I didn't know what was happening. And then I looked and I had my Fitbit on. And I was looking at my heart rate. And my heart was only ninety three. So I was like, okay, it's only ninety three. So I'm not having a heart attack. I don't think. And the, you know, Jeremy's gone for like a minute. He comes back and he's like, the paramedics are coming. He's like, take it easy. Uh, they're going to come up and take a look. Uh, I'm like, okay, okay. And I'm like, just trying to catch my breath. I, don't, I just can't figure out what's happening. But it really did feel like all of my organs were like collapsing in on themselves. <laughs> like, yeah. it was insane. I've never felt anything like that. And the uh, FDNY came. They're paramedics because they have the EKG. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they came in, you know, strapped me up and like took my blood pressure and like, uh, Did you ask them, any of them, if they were first responders? <laughs> no. <laughs> um, the and so they're like doing that. They're like, oh, your 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 EKG is okay. Your it's firing. It's like Hi. they're like, are you just you know just calm down, just breathe. I'm like, oh, taking my blood pressure, all that stuff. Um, they're asking me like, what's going on? Why? What? 
is it what, what's happening? I was like, I'm just like, I was like stressed and I, I don't know. I'm like starting to like be able to talk a little bit. And you're like, okay, what's, you want any medications? I was like, yeah, I'm on Vyvanse, which is a stimulant anyway. I'm like, they're like, okay, so no caffeine today, no sugar. Uh, just, I want you to like, they're like, we want you to come back to the hospital with us. And I was like, I was like, do I have to go back to the hospital with this? It's like, you technically don't. Your EKG is okay. Uh, so that's good. You're not having a heart attack, but you know, I was like, "Am I okay to fly?" He's like, "They're like, when are you flying tomorrow?" I was like, "No, at 6. <laughs> it's like I'm also doing a show at one o'clock. <laughs> this is like at nine thirty in the morning. Uh, they're like, "Well, you have to like, if you're gonna not go to the hospital, you have to sign these things." So I'm like signing these things, and I'm like starting to starting to like get breath, and the um, they they go. Um, and Nicole, who's our talent coordinator, talent producer, she is a, she's a doula and a yoga instructor also. So she comes in, she turns the lights off, she puts her hand on my back and just leads me through breathing exercises, which was amazing. Yeah. That sort of, I started to feel like I could talk and I was like, okay, I can sort of do this. I can stand up. And then I go outside, I go out, the paramedics are talking to Jeremy and I, there. He could go at any minute. <laughs> yeah, they, hey, we're right next to him. He might like explode. I, he's in the room right now. He, <laughs> Wait a minute. He can Where? hear you. Where is he? B -b 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 behind you. <laughs> no. no. <I'm> <laughs> uh, I uh, and then I, um, you know, I, the paramedics were great, and I was like, you know, they were like still there. So I was like, I was like, so that's a lot of caffeine and a bunch of sugar, and they were like. How much caffeine are you consuming? In uh, it depends on the. Well, I've cut it since I started on Vyvanse. Like a lot, I've cut it in more than half. Because when I when I first real when I was really first having the worst panic attacks of my life, I realized, oh, that's what a coincidence! It's happening right after I guzzle a coffee. Because it just yeah. like it just it weirdly just I hadn't had any caffeine yet that day. Um, but I, my I really, normal caffeine intake is crazy. I mean, mm -hmm. I, I think it's. I, I think a lot of it is just your 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 body is your body can only handle so much. Yeah, and your yeah. body is is just like warning you, like fuck, take it easy. Yeah. We yeah, can't. There's only so oh, much we can. Sure. We can sleep more. We can and do. that. So then they're like, Tori, who's the office manager? She's like, we have a doctor coming. Do you want a doctor to come after the show? I was like, yes, please have a doctor come after the show. Like, okay, we're gonna work on that. So they, I'm like. I'm feeling somewhat okay. I, you know, at this point, it's like almost time to get dressed, put the suit on, and go to rehearsal. So I go, put the suit on, go in to do rehearsal. Jeremy's in my ear. I'm, he's like, let's just go real quick through this. You don't have to like, you know, we don't have to do everything. I was like, okay, ba 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 ba. Mess up prompter a couple times. I'm like, oh, I think I don't know what I, I'm gonna do here. And then I go back out and I ask the makeup lady. I was like, how long will the makeup take? She's like, 15 minutes. I was like, okay. What's the and I'm like, what's the latest I can do makeup? They give me the time. I was like, okay. Uh, give me a half hour. I go into my. I have a very, there's a very tiny dressing room attached to the stage. To the stage, and I turn the light off, close the door, pitch black, and there are no windows. And I put on sea change, and I sit Indian style on the floor and just breathe while listening to Beck. And I'm like, okay, I think I can manage to do this show. Uh, I go out, 
get makeup, I do the show. The whole time I'm doing the show, it's like starting to come. It's like starting mm-hmm. to come back. Sure. Uh, but like, it's a great show. Anthony Rapp and Jonathan Frakes were like fantastic guests. Very little work you have to do when people are like engaging and talking, and so that was great. Everyone's like, "This is your best show." It's like, really? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, um, so they're like, "Okay," and the, and the doctor's gonna come. So the neurologist comes afterwards, and he's like testing me out, and he's like, "Everything's okay, firing wise." He's like, "What are you?" He's like, "What? Are you stressed right now?" I was like, "Yeah." Uh, He's like, "Well, what's constantly. your what's your schedule like?" And I'm like, "I run through the schedule as we all heard in the last hostful." And he's like, "He's like, yeah, uh, you're exhausted." Yeah. <laughs> he's like, "You're suffering from exhaustion." He's like, "He's like, can you like shut it down for a few days?" I was like, "What are you talking about?" <laughs> I was like, "Uh, well." Uh, my script is table reading for the mm. Goldbergs uh, next week, and uh, I have to do that, and then it shoots. And uh, he's like, "Okay, well, he's like, you gotta take it easy. I'm gonna prescribe you Clonopin." He's like, "It does the opposite of Vyvanse." I was like, "Wait, what?" Uh, so it's like Vyvanse will lower your threshold, apparently. Is what he's telling me for a panic attack. I was like, "Oh, that, okay, so that's interesting." He's like, "I need you to go. Are you in psychotherapy?" I was like, "Yeah, I have a therapist and a psychiatrist." Well, then there's that like, time right. where you relax, where you're jerking off into a cup. Well, that was Tuesday. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that made it real. That was literally on Tuesday. God, the date made it real. Yeah, yeah, I wasn't really picturing it until the date. Well, yeah. so oh. <laughs> needless to say, by the way, I have to say the. <laughs> The so after the doctor comes back, Frakes and I are on similar flights. So he's like, he's like, what do you want to do? I was like, he's like, well, he's like, we should watch the football game, right? I was like, yeah. Was, the Patriots were playing in a playoff game. He's like, I was like, who are you rooting for? He's like, the Patriots. I live, I have a house in Maine now, and I tried to convert like 15 years ago. It was a good time to convert. Uh, I was like, all right. So it's just Frakes and I just laughing and watching the football game. That was amazing. I mean, he was like, he was, and you, you were, you, you didn't feel like you had died at that point. Like I've died. I'm watching football with Jonathan Frakes. Oh, yeah. Am I dead? <laughs> Maybe we're all dead. Did that yeah. show ever happen? <laughs> Everything would make a lot more sense. <laughs> I got on the, I got on the flight back to LA, and normally on that flight. Because it's a 6 p.m. flight, it usually gets me into L.A. at like 10.30. I don't go to sleep because I'm like, I'll never get to sleep when I get home. I was like, I'm just going to fucking sleep. I need sleep. So slept on the plane for like four hours, got home, saw Dory. I was like, let's just go to sleep. We went. I slept till, you know, 7, 7.30 in the morning. And then I essentially was like, okay, well, we have a table read at 10. I'm going to. I'm going to go into work. She's like, you sure? It's like, yeah, you got to go into work. And I... Sometimes, by the way, it sucks to sit around because then yeah, that's, when that's, that's when your brain really very starts, true. Yeah. starts spinning. The distraction is can, nice. can be good. Yeah. yeah. So I went to I went to work, and, but I'm like a little... I was like a little... Still a little dazed. And I go stop at the, the gas station slash 7-Eleven right by Sony on Overland. And I... Go in, I buy a bunch of water. I'm like, I'm going to hydrate today. Uh, fill up my car, get back, and I put my stuff in. I was like, I better put this in my bag so I don't forget the water. So I put the water in my bag, close the trunk, get in the car, drive. I hear a thud. And I go, wait, what? And then I look in my rear view, and my gas cap is open. And I'm like, did I just drive away with a nozzle? In my car? Oh, <laughs> 
The answer is yes. Red flag number 10. Yes. I drove away with the fucking nozzle. So I reverse it. I pick the thing up. I'm looking at it. It's like the valve like came off or whatever. And they're ready for that too. Like a friend oh, of mine did that. They have the sure. form. It's like there's a form for yeah, it, right? I, the they... guy, the owner's there. Yeah. He comes out. He's like, I need your charge for me. I was like, oh, he. Did it know, yank like, out like, of the thing? Yeah, pulled out, but like there's a release, there's a quick release yeah. valve that I think it's built for morons like myself. Yeah. And, uh, I was like, oh, I'm not, don't worry, I'm not going to go anywhere. He's like, I'm like, here's, I'm just going to get the insurance info from my wife. He's like, you don't have it in the car. I was like, I do, but it's my progressive, we're now Geico. It's a whole thing. He's like, okay. And then my wife sends it. And I was like, listen, I'm not going anywhere. If you really need to find me, I'm right there. Like, literally pointing at the Sony building. I was like, by the way, you driving away with the gas thing in your car is technically a Geico commercial. Right? Waiting to happen. Boy, I better get Geico. Uh, So I give him the info. He's like, and he's, he's super nice and. Uh, like he's like go in and, and the lady will take your information and I give her the thing and she's like filling out and she's like don't worry this is the third time this week oh, <laughs> oh like, sure what? must happen all the time it happens all the time of course yeah. it does that's crazy yeah, to me of course I it bet does. you also with like hybrids now people are getting out of practice like they, they don't fill up all the time right so it's like when they oh, do it sure. they kind yeah, of yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so then, yeah, I go to work. I do. Work, we get out a little bit, a little bit on the earlier side, and I'm like, "Oh fuck, I have to drive to Pasadena to go do a podcast." Oh shit! So I, I drive over. I'm like, "There's the whole time, I'm like, debating: Do I go? Do I not go? I don't feel great. I should just go." And then I go. We do an episode about Moonraker, and it's the fucking blast, and it's just like so fun. Um, and the Tuesday, I'm like, oh, fuck, I have to get up. I have an 8.30 a.m. appointment at the IVF clinic. I do that. Tuesday, that's like the worst jerk-off experience I've had there, guys. It was so... I'm I just, mean, we're fine without the... No, I just have to say that the door... <clears throat> the room they had me in, the doorknob was so close to the laboratory. Like, it was kitty-cornered to the lab. So mm. people are going in and out of that lab all the time. Uh, so And then I'm just, like, hearing people talk about third-degree burns that they have. <laughs> I'm like, wait, what? And every time a doorknob, I'm like, ah! <laughs> uh, are you banging on the wall? Got? I mean, that feels like nostalgic jerking off. Right. You know? <laughs> Trying to be quiet while your parents are home. So then... I'm <laughs> talking about third-degree third burns. Degree burns. Yeah, what are they talking about third degree burns at an IFV clinic? I, I don't know. They were just like the. It was some. It was. I think it was one of the lab techs talking about them burning themselves. Oh, yeah, so yeah. obviously they tell them what degree because they're lab techs. Uh, Maybe then, they thought that's what would get you off. <laughs> they're just, like, just trying, trying to figure out what burns. he's into. Hey, is yeah. that uh, is that burn victim guy? I think yeah. so. Yeah, yeah let's yeah, talk yeah. about this. Um, so then Wednesday, Dory and I have an IVF appointment, and immediately they're like, "Did you talk to the doctor?" I was like, "What?" Uh, the doctor wanted to talk to you. I was like, oh, okay. Uh, she's like, they're like, they need your blood. And I was like, what? Okay. And then I go into the back of the lab and I'm like taking my shirt off, my button-up shirt. And I'm like, okay, I guess you guys need my blood. And he's like, okay, what's your name? I'm like, give him my name. He's like, uh, no, we don't need your blood. Go to the bathroom. I was like, what? <laughs> do I need to jerk off again? <laughs> and he's like, no, I just need a urine sample. I'm like, oh, okay. So All of that. your sperms are dead. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, follow up to that i go then we see our doctor and our doctor's like okay so listen your report your morphology is good but your count is 50 52,000 used to be a million oh yeah uh, <laughs> he's like it's 50 she's like it's 52,000 last time we did this it was 350,000 i was like she's like you're taking the antioxidants I'm like yep she's like i was like question 
does stress affect this ever? And she's like, oh, yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah, well, okay, that explains that. And I was like, so can we freeze... Do we have to schedule an appointment to freeze my sperm? Because I will... Theoretically, the timing right now looks like I'll be out of town when we do the actual retrieval. Um, and she's like, we can't... Your, it, your sperm's compromised at this point. We can't freeze it. You have to be here for a fresh transfer. So there's this, like, period of time. So, like, Dory's going in tomorrow... And I don't know what I will do if it happens to have to be on a Sunday. Because it would be probably next Sunday or the Sunday after, both of which I'll be in New York. Uh, which just during After Trek, just have a fleshlight under the desk. Well, then how do I get the, the contents of said fleshlight back to LA? Duh, pneumatic tube system. <laughs> yeah. So uh, that, That's ad- a fresh that, added a whole, that added a whole other layer of stress. So now I'm waiting to see about that. How are you feeling today? <clears throat> okay. <laughs> yeah. I just want to be clear. I did offer Matt the chance to not be at this podcast. I was like, you know, don't show up if he goes, no, no. No, I'm good in the mornings. You know, like mornings are fine. You know, mornings, mornings are, are fine. fine. Mornings well, are okay. you know, normally every morning I'm not recounting my, all of my anxieties. <laughs> I'm just concerned about no, you because... No, I appreciate because, your concern. Uh, because I, I also had to learn that... And Jonah also learned uh, <laughs> last year that... Uh, that your body does have limits, and when you're younger, you don't think about that because right. you're like, "Oh, I have infinite everything. I can, you know." Yeah. And th- but then at a certain point, there is a ceiling, and uh, and you just and your body will just start to warn you, and it'll just shut down, yeah. and you'll you'll manifest all these symptoms of all these things, yeah. and be convinced that you have a hundred different things. But if you look up anxiety symptoms, it's like the great. Mask like it masks as everything. You know, listen. If you feel like you're having a cardiac episode, you should call a doctor. But in general, uh, the stress the stress is just um, it's really insidious. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, essentially, the the light at the end of the tunnel for me is like, okay, we have th- I have three more three more episodes of After Trek to do. I think by the time you guys hear this, it'll be one more episode. So we'll be through that. I'll have weekends again, and then the Goldbergs. We are doing four more. We have four more episodes to make, so we'll be. I'll be done March second. Yeah, I, I I was always able to defer the. Yeah, you know, and yeah. then March third, you'll get a terrible cold. Oh, mm-hmm. for sure. It's just yeah. like the momentum just catches up and slams against yeah, your body. It's like, you know, yeah, it's literally new. Well, just take, just you know, just just tr- try to remember to take little. I booked a uh, trip last night to Disney World. Uh, for late March. Good. I was like, okay, I'll do that. And then we'll see. I don't know. Hey, maybe you should see if you could get into... You should, do they have a dream suite at Disney World? They have a dream suite at the in Cinderella's Castle. Yeah, you should see. Maybe that's where you... Maybe you should see if you could pull some strings and get in there. And, and maybe strings? Maybe, no strings to pull. Maybe that's where, maybe that's where Dory gets pregnant. Because <laughs> you're so happy to that's be true. in the castle. I don't want to get Dory pregnant in there because I know my mom stayed in that suite. <laughs> Beautiful. She won the Year of a Million Dreams contest. She did? Yeah. Wow. Oh, my God. That's like her, fucking amazing. Her friends were in Disney World whenever they were doing that a few years ago. Yeah, they just run up to you and, and go, hey, yeah. you win. And her and her friends got to stay in the Cinderella. Dream Castle and like spend the night and like go walk around during when, at night when no one's there. That's, That's awesome. Yeah. I was very jealous. So uh, I, I have something I want to talk about now, which is uh, which I'm ner- I don't know how to talk about it. Well, it's just weird. I'm nervous about it. Can I just say it in the easiest way possible? Sure, you go ahead. Uh, 
Nothing's changing. <laughs> oh, God, that's it. always like that sounds like a, a bad parent. Break no, nothing's gonna be different. We still love you. What are you doing? No, well, here's the deal, guys. Alphabetically, the show will pop up higher in your list. <laughs> the end. All right. Yeah, I know. That's a well. Okay. So this is something that's been brewing for a while. Um, I've had to shift a lot of things around, but ultimately. Um, starting in February, I think February 6th is the first show. Uh, is that this one? That's not this one. Oh. Um, the, this is the getting ready for that one. Oh. Uh, oh. Farewell. Um, farewell show. <laughs> the, not a farewell show. Stop it. Oh, Just Chris, tell people. It's been before, a great run. People are fucking having panic attacks right now. <laughs> <laughs> We're, I'm changing the name of the show. I'm, cha- I'm, mo- I'm changing the name of the show. Yeah. Uh, We're, this show now is these friends of mine. We're changing into we <laughs> call Ellen. Ellen. <laughs> uh, think of it as like the Seinfeld Chronicles, and then Seinfeld. Seinfeld. Yeah, yeah. So the best is yet to come, baby. I'll tell, I'll tell you, Pickle Rick. <laughs> I'll tell you every uh, yeah. So I'll just sort of explain the because the last thing I want anyone to think is that. I'm because tr- when you're a, when you really invest time and energy into something and there's a change, I can I know as a fan it feels weird because number one you like things the way they are you like patterns and you like th- and when there's a change you're like what the fuck why is this you know like I go to I go to the same place for breakfast every day and if randomly if there's ever a new person they're like do you need a menu and I'm like I, I don't, <laughs> I'm you, a regular you, I'm a regular where's the PBJ <laughs> um, and so I just. Uh, I first want to say nothing about the show is changing. The show's going to stay the same. Uh, you guys are still invited to come on and do hostfuls whenever you want. Um, oh, just hostfuls now. Okay. Uh, cool. Uh, yeah, you need, you need, you need a mo- another whatever. weekly commitment. Hey, we're, we're I invited. have a hiatus coming up. We're Thanks invited for to do us. the version of the podcast that wouldn't be possible without us. Thank you so much. So I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying it for you. I'm saying it for the audience. So they don't think. It's like your wife going, you're still invited to sleep in the bed tonight. (laughs) I thought that was just a given. Well, not really. The reason I'm saying that is so people know that you guys will also yeah. be a part of it, but no, literally, it's this. It's the same. Thing. It is Just the same. It's a name change. I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure that people will still find a way to go. Oh, fucking sucks now. So here's the here's the <laughs> long and the short of it. Um, you know, in 2012, uh, we sold Nerdist, the the guy that I had partnered with, and I sold Nerdist to Legendary. And so at that time, I sort of had to make peace with like, all right, this is not technically mine anymore. And then, you know, over the years, just with my schedule and everything, you know, I've really become – it's not like I'm at Nerdist, the company, day to day going, put that over there. Put up this headline mm-hmm. and give me more pictures of Spider-Man. Uh, it's – which actually Whatever, Blaine. Would say, yeah, so. yeah. But, uh, yeah, that is a Blaine conventionally. <laughs> but um, but uh, so I, kind of in the same way that about two years ago – I had had all the social handles for Nerdist, and, I, and I, ga- I gave them to the company, and I had at Hardwood. Because I felt like I got to a certain point where my voice wasn't representative of the full scope of the company, and the company's full voices weren't necessarily representative of mine. And I also didn't want to like say stuff or tweet stuff or put stuff that, that, you know, if I made some dumb joke, I didn't want people to get mad at the company. It's like, this is me, and that's them. But the company really evolved to a place where I always wanted to be, which is it, it evolved into this, its own thing that was way bigger than me. 
uh, way bigger than I. And so, uh, so I started, you know, last year I started really having some very deeply reflective moments about, all right, we're almost eight years on the podcast. How do I still feel about doing the podcast? Is this something that I feel like I can continue to grow? What's happening? Things are getting so crazy busy that I, I really kind of had to take a look again. And is this something that I still want to do? And I, I thought, you know, I do still want to do this as long as I feel like I can continue to grow it. Because that's part of what excites me is being able to grow. To you're grow not stuff. growing, you're dying. And, <laughs> that's right. You're not growing, you're American dying. American industrialism at its finest. Yeah, here we go. <laughs> um, so... Uh, so that's kind of that's kind of where we were at. So at the what was happening in parallel with this is a very long boring story and but I'll just give you the broad strokes of it but all the people that when when we came over to legendary like all the executives that brought the company over and they're all gone. <laughs> legendary was bought by a much larger company, Wanda Group. Yes. And uh and I haven't, I haven't met any of the Wanda people. I'm sure I'm sure they're very nice. But for a long time, uh, legendary sort of had an interim uh, like an interim CEO, like not a permanent person running the company. So uh, at the beginning of last year, I kind of realized like, I, you know, my situation with Nerdist, the company, is that I am an employee. I have an employment contract. Like I'm sort of like running Nerdist to kind of puts me in like a management level, like a mm-hmm. manager. But even more like a consultant because, again, I'm not You're Mr. Day. Manager. I'm Mr. Manager. So... Uh, they hadn't really had there, you know, there wasn't a, like a person that was like a really fixed executive yet for several months. And at the end of December, my contract with Nerdist was expiring, and so time kept going on. It's like, well, we're not. No one's really talking to us. Mm-hmm. I'm not really hearing anything. They're like, well, someone's probably going to come in, but we just don't know yet. And so it just gets closer and closer and closer. And then finally, in September, October, I start to really have the realization of like, I don't know if I'm going to be working there anymore after. I really just don't know if I'm going to be working there after yeah. the new year. What do I do? Well, I own the podcast. I know that. I own the podcast 100%. I own it outright. So I own all the back episodes. I own, I can, you know, I own it. Um, so the only thing I don't own is the name. I don't own that. Legendary owns that. So I start digging around and going, okay, well, if I'm not going to be employed at Nerdist anymore... You know, where could I take the podcast? What could I do with it? Because the other backstory is, you know, I've, I've been happy to do this podcast for so many years. For the first six, six-ish, six and a half years of the podcast, I didn't p- get paid to do it, which I, that was totally fine with. In the first few years, I actually paid a lot of money to make it. Yeah. And then in like the last year and a half, I got a little bit of money, you know, like, oh, okay, well, you can have a little bit of a talent fee. I was like, okay, that's fine. I, again, not doing it, not doing it for the money. But sort of realizing that all this might be coming to an end, I just got panicked. So I was like, well, let me just see if I really am going to continue to do this. I got to see if anyone else wants to produce the show, like to, you know, to do all, to, to pay for the production and everything. So I kind of put the feelers out. I met with a couple of, a couple of ad companies, uh, and the, and people made offers and, uh, and I went with this company called cadence 13 because for a few reasons, number That's one, a cool name. yeah. For, for for number one, um, they're uh, they're really nice, and they really were fans of the show, and they understood the show. The biggest reason was that they uh, have their parent company owns radio stations, 
And I re- I know it seems crazy to jump back with platforms, but I thought for the longest time, I thought I would love to like syndicate the podcast as a radio show. So you could still get the podcast the way you get it. But in a handful of markets, it's just on like Sunday nights. That to me seemed like a fun thing to do. I, you know, I kind of started working in radio. I, I really like radio. And I still think podcasts haven't really even come close to tipping in terms of like being, uh, you know, being a huge widespread thing. I think there's plenty of room for podcasts to grow. And I think when technology makes it as easy as just flicking on a radio station, I think that's when podcasts will really, really, really. I, I really think most mainstream, the most of the most of the country still is like, what do I have to do? Yeah, I got to download what, and then I play it where? Mm-hmm. God, I don't know. That it's like it's like two steps too many yeah. for for most people. Um, and so, which seems surprising, but you know, because of the business we're in, of course, everyone knows how to do it, but but a lot of people don't. So this seemed to me to be a way to try to bring people over to digital. By because you know, like all the top rated podcasts are NPR podcasts, yeah. It's like they have a solid radio presence, and that solid audience from that solid radio presence, like it's also edited and flashy, produced, and- <laughs> yeah. But East Coast, West Coast, but it's also marketed, like it's also marketed, it's mm-hmm. part of the NPR yeah. community and part of the you know, and People it's support it, it's really well done. So, I really wanted the opportunity to do that then. Additionally, everything else that I've been building, um, you know, has been sort of focused on this ID10T stuff. Uh, the festival that we produced last year that we're going to do again this year, um, there's kind of a – I've always wanted to make toys and T-shirts, and so that's going to be a, a part of it too. And I really want to – I want to call the podcast ID10T. I want it to be a part of this new thing that I'm building, and that's – very exciting to me. And that is kind of a way to stay excited about, you know, about doing the podcast and continuing to do it as I'm kind of growing this, this new thing. And, and I know it's weird and I know, you know, nerds podcast just has like a very nat. It just has a very nice flow to it, but I just, I can't, I legally, I mean, legally I can call it that, but I have to pay Legendary a lot of money if I do. Yeah. And so it's just not really. Wait, how much? Because maybe I'll do it. <laughs> it would, you would not, if I told you how much, you would have another panic attack. Yeah. So, but the Nerdist folks have been super nice. And, and I'm, and so anyway, just to kind of wrap up the Nerdist, the company story, a few days before the end of my contract, uh, the new CEO who did not, was not taking over until January 1st, called and said, hey, okay, I'm starting January 1st. Uh, I really want to try to figure out, you know, like, I, let, let's, let's talk about the future of Nerdist the company. And I go, well, I didn't know what was going on, so I have taken the podcast from the network that I created to another company. And I'm sorry, I just legitimately didn't know if I was still going to have a job here. And he goes, no, no, no. You know, I still want you to be a part of this. I, he goes, and that, that's fine. That's fine that you did that. I totally understand. No, no worries. Um, and, but, you know, let's, let's really, after the new year, really start kind of figuring out, like, what, what the Nerdist stuff is really all going to be. So, uh, yeah, so that, that's where it's at. I mean, I'm, I'm technically still CEO of Nerdist Industries, although not really under contract, but just because... I don't want to put them in a bad position and yeah. I want to make sure that if I can do anything to help, whether that's be a part of it or not be a part of it anymore, I just kind of want to, 
I just want to do whatever, whatever. Yeah. So, um, but this ID10T thing, I'm really excited about because it's it's kind of I kind of have that excitement that I had at the beginning of when I was building Nerdist, and and that's really what everything is. That's why you should do stuff. Things are going to change. Things are going to evolve. Uh, you know. It's not necessarily in the – it's really more about the having stuff than the keeping stuff. Like Nerdist, that name was a period of time. The podcast will still be the same and this is sort of a, a, new, a, new, a new chapter. People will not have to resubscribe. It's the same feed. It will be the same types of guests. Um, but also thematically, I feel like I've changed and I've evolved and, you know – and, and and the podcast doesn't really represent the full scope of Nerdist the company either, and vice versa. So I'm proud of what Nerdist has become, and I'm also ready to 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 do you know to like name it some you know to like start this new thing. Yeah. But you said something when we were talking about it before where you, that made me laugh. Where you was like, oh, you went from a once uh, once a nerd now an idiot. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. But the reason that I really like ID10T as a concept is because as I'm getting older. I really feel like it's important to take responsibility for your shit. And I think that's the core message of ID10T. It's like it means user error. It's like an IT code that means user error to sort of make fun of people who are the cause of their own problems. And that to me is fascinating because that so encompasses where I'm at in my life with taking responsibility for shit and having to go hey, I'm wrong, or I made a mistake, or yeah, I fucked that up, or hey, I did a good job there, you know? That is, that so much, whereas Nerdist really represented where I was 10 years ago when I created it, now uh, this represents kind of philosophically where I'm at with my life of like trying to, you know, trying to take responsibility for things. So, you know, I, what, what I'd be really interested to find out from the audience is, um, you know, just like little things, because Katie asked me a couple days ago, I was like, oh, I hadn't even thought about that. Because Janet Varney does the now entering nerdist.com. That's oh, her yeah. voice. And the now leaving and enjoy your burrito. Um, I still feel like enjoy your burrito is a good, a good way to sign off the podcast. If anyone else wants to suggest something or, you know, like a different... How about a uh, don't panic? <laughs> but that's kind of a, that's sort of a, that's sort of a... Um, that's hit, uh, Hitchhiker's Hitchhiker's, Hitchhiker's yeah, yeah, yeah. Galaxy, yeah. So, I don't know. Mm. But but the whole thing is... Keep calm and you podcast know, on. Fuck Ooh. you. Um, it does make sense, though, because, you know, I, I told you the... The burrito from Enjoy Your Burrito. Closed. It closed down. So I know how bummed you were about that. It's only right to just... To you just, just showed up there one day and it was just like boarded up, right? I, w- I went uh, before I was leaving on the Mystery Science Theater tour. It's like D and I went down. We're like, let's go just have a day. And then we went down and like I was pulling up and it was devastating. Oh my God. Boy, was that ominous. Yeah. yeah that yeah, was yeah. a bad omen for the... <laughs> but uh, but I, I just don't... Jack in the box it is, honey. Yeah. <laughs> right across the street. So I don't know. I mean, I, I I am excited, but also scared, and 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 I just don't. I wouldn't want anyone who has invested so much time and energy in the podcast to feel like, well, this fucking I'm, I'm done. You know, yeah. like I I don't they want start anyone scraping the tattoo. I don't want to. I mean, it doesn't mean that that's. That stuff still exists. That period of time still exists. We are now Jefferson Starship. <laughs> no, but now we'd be just Starship. 
No, no, it jumps an airplane. airplane to so, so we still have another. Iteration. We have another iteration. Yeah, iteration, yeah. yeah. So the, the the next name of the podcast will just be Starship. Yeah, was it Jefferson Starship we or Star? This city. Is that Starship or Jefferson Starship? Starship was we built this the city. city. Okay, yeah. so we still have our best single ahead of us. Jefferson Starship was Sarah. Oh, that's right, that Jefferson Starship. Yeah. And airplane was white rat. One pill makes two <laughs> One pill. Wow, we really are gonna improve. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we are knee deep in the hoopla as the starship. But I, uh, yeah, I mean, I it just. I, I wish I could sort of scoop out of my soul and put into the just just mind meld with people so they could see what I see that I want to build and am excited about and all the reasons why this is happening and why this is necessary that don't have anything to do with fucking anyone over or trying to be shitty or trying to be disrespectful to fans. I mean, the podcast is legitimately the most significant work thing I think I've ever done yeah um i've experienced i've met more amazing people i've gotten to spend some of the best moments with you guys i got to talk to my dad in the most significant conversation before he died you know we've learned so much from so many great great people and i want that to continue it's just like the skin is just gonna change but it also really does represent where i'm at in my life so I really am sorry if if this is upsetting news to anyone, but please just understand that if you consider me like even a distant pal, that this is something that's good that I'm that I'm excited about. And then the money that is you know that I'll, I'm actually getting paid to do the podcast now will fund you know the ID10T stuff, like oh, the cool. stuff the stuff that I want to build. Nice. Like it's it's going to provide it's going to provide the seed money for the thing you know like all this stuff, stuff. that i that i want to make and yeah, yeah. you know i don't know if any of it's going to work I, I mean i I probably will you know i announced that film thing with blumhouse last year and i was like oh i want to call it spitball and it turns out like oh there's a guy's already called something spitball <laughs> and from the time that i did the research to find out if there was an existing spitball to when i announced it they popped up oh shoot so i had lunch with them and they were really nice guys and i was like well here's what i'm trying to build and they go well you know, we're making these really great children's books, and they'd already made them. And I just said to them, "You know what? It you you it's yours. You you got yeah, it, yeah. fair and square. I'm not gonna, you know, like this is. I, it, they, they they sprang up pretty quickly, but they were such nice guys, and I just felt like, you know what, this one's theirs. You know yeah, what, yeah. this one's theirs. So maybe everything will just be called ID10T, and because uh, that to me just seems like the cleanest, so that you're not in a situation where you're like, wait, he's also working at you know, thing A, but then thing B, and what's thing C now? Like, yeah, it yeah, just yeah. to me, it's easier. Oh, that's to... your shell corp. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's easier. Yeah, what is I, I got to put all that in that uh, offshore account yeah. that yeah. Uh, Buckingham Amen. Palace was. Yeah. You know, uh, it, it's just easier for me to, to picture everything and grow it as one organism. So, yeah, so for the time being, I'm still at, you know, I'm still technically the head of Nerdist the company, although really... You know, I, I like I said, I'm really I've just been kind of a consultant there for a while. Like mm-hmm. the team over there is really great, and Rachel, who runs uh, the website, and all of the teams over there who have you know built out Alpha and and Chobot and Alicia and Dan and uh, Kyle and I mean Mike it's like Shaw. Mike Shaw, like yeah. the Comp. It's just so, oh yeah, Brian Compton. It's just such a great, wonderful group of people Michelle, that Michelle, our social that is real. Yeah, Michelle Buckman. That's really 
done what I always wanted it to do, which was kind of be its own thing. Yeah. And they've all, you know, they all get to kind of express what they want and and be who they are and celebrate fan, fan culture. And uh, so, yeah, so that's it. So, so, you know, we've got some stuff to figure out. And it's, you know, it's, it, it's, it, I don't know if it's going to be a perfect transition, but I'm, but just know that I'm always trying my best and I'm never trying to fuck anyone over. Like even when I remember when we started doing ads for the podcast, like sponsorships on the podcast six or seven months in. And I said the same thing. I was like, I'm not doing this to fuck with you. I will always be transparent about what's going on. I just, it costs money to give away free stuff. So yeah, yeah. I don't, you know, I don't want you to, I don't want you to have to pay for the podcast. I want you to be able to just get it. So, uh, so we'll always be there. And, you know, for the foreseeable, for the foreseeable future, this is really, I fear that if, if it wasn't this, I'm not sure it, I was going to, be able to continue to do the show. You had to get excited about it again. Well, not only just get excited about it, but also just like, how is it going to evolve? Yeah. And I just, I just sort of felt like where it was and sort of the structure of, of where it was, it was just going to kind of stay the same level. Mm-hmm. And this, to me, freshens it up, makes it more exciting for me and hopefully you, and allows it to grow. I'm so excited about... The fact that there might be like podcasts uh, as a weekly syndicated show. So, you know, you'd hear it on a radio station on one day and then you'd get like the full unedited version the next day for, you know, for free the same way yeah. it's always been. And, uh, you know, that's that's really that that seems really fun and exciting to me, especially as this festival thing builds out. Um, you know, there's just I have a lot of plans and there's some stuff that I can't talk about that I'm excited about. But please just try and trust me for now if you can. And if you can't and you really feel like, you know what? Fuck you, Chris Hardwick. How dare you? We had an, we had an unspoken agreement. <laughs> if you, know, if you, if you want to unsubscribe and if you want to tell me to fuck off forever, I, I just say, you know, I understand. And, that, uh, and I thank you for... Cool. Uh, if you're going to do that, come over to Jonah Radio or uh, <laughs> Matt Dory's Excellent Adventure. Any of the 19 podcasts that Matt does. Yeah. <laughs> come over and watch Matt Myra's Slow Breakdown. <laughs> <laughs> oh, listen every week. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I'm trying to have a moment here with the audience. I know. I know. I just sad and I, I try to make well, I don't want them to be sad. I want them to be excited. They're I, happy and I'm trying to bring them down. I want you... <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if there's a majority of the audience just going. So it's just you're just changing the name. Cool. I, that's honestly. You know where I, I feel go, like I, that. I, I, I always go. I'm such a caretaker. I always go to the most extreme. Yeah. Like, yeah. hey, God, it's gonna be okay. You know what? It's gonna be okay. Please yeah. look. Like when they changed the name to Slimer and the real Ghostbusters. <laughs> He I really was, like, was the star well, I was of that like, show. What's happening? Is but the we, show different? Should we change this? Not ID Tenty, but Myra and the real Nerdist podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Spiritually, Matt is kind of a slimer. Sure, I fucking sure am. <laughs> oh, <laughs> um, that's so funny. <laughs> no, Matt just like, like phases through the wall. Woof. Yeah, my. Uh, I mean, I th- it's very sweet that Hardwick is so concerned about all you uh, lovely folks out there, but I, I think it's... it's <laughs> sounds a, like you're about to go, I could care less. About no, you. I think it's like, honestly, I feel, I feel like I this. think, yeah. like Jonah was saying, it's, I think the majority of the people will feel is honestly like, oh, 
You're just changing my name. I know, but 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 I I just uh, I never want to take anyone's feelings for granted, and I never want to just go like, well, this is what we're doing, so fucking deal. You know, like that's just not my personality, yeah. and and I I want. I want everyone to know that I uh, that I appreciate and support the opportunity to be able to do this show for so long. This thing that I really just thought was, oh, we'll just fuck around and you know once a week, and as long as it's fun, who cares? Like we'll just fucking do it. It's fine. And and again, becoming like this, such this significant. I can't imagine my life without having done the podcast, which is so weird to have gotten to a point last year where I was like, can I, can I still do this? I mean, I remember. Uh, uh, you know, my buddy Rove McManus, who did that really successful talk show yeah. in Australia for 10 years. Think about that and then lot. just all of a sudden, you know, just announced like, uh, I'm not going to do the show anymore. People were like, what? And, I, and when I talked to him about it, when he did the podcast like maybe five years ago, he goes, yeah, I just got to a point where I just didn't know what else to do with it. Yeah. I just was at the end of like, I didn't know. And I started to feel some of that last year. And it was really anxiety provoking because I was like wait a minute though this is the most significant how could I have any and I think it was just because I crave that kind of growth and that kind of evolution and how do I and I just felt like well where it is now and the way that it's being presented now because I don't fully it's not mine I I can only take it so far and this allows me to make it sort of the cornerstone of this other thing that I want that I want to build, and you know, I mean, it's you it's know. happening so close to my hiatus that uh, buckle up, you're going to hear a lot of me on ID10. I hope so. I always say I wish yeah. you guys would come in. We'll still call them hostfuls. I mean, it's not you know like that stuff's not going to that stuff's not going to change. But I just I love the I I guess it's because I was raised playing video games, but I just love the reward system of loot of, crates. Like, he loves loot crates of, of building. <laughs> Of building stuff and seeing how you connect things like, you know, SimCity. It's like, how do I build this here and build this here? And then they grow. And then how do I connect these? And then how do I grow another place? And then I put in a space needle. You know, we're not moving to Seattle, by the way. Uh, Fuck. I know. No, I'm sorry, man. guys. So it's, There's you so know. so much Himalayan salt. I'm being so wordy and over-explaining because I'm just, I guess I just don't. I, I can't control people. I don't want you to be mad. I, I want you to well, understand that I really am trying to do this new thing that's very special to me, and I and I hope you I hope you come along, and I hope you you understand. Yeah. Also, sucker, you're already subscribed to this. <laughs> what are you going to do? Unsubscribe. What are you fucking going to do? What are you going to do, bro? What are you going to do? Yeah. You yeah. 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 Seems like more work to. <laughs> I mean, it's less work to just click and listen because it's already in your feed. Oh, who's this? Oh, Tim Robbins. This sounds like a good episode. Yeah, we are recording Tim Robbins soon. I think by the... When's Tim Robbins go up? Tim Robbins will be the first one of the ID10T. Hence, hence me saying this. Oh, we should have called the tape heads. When is it? Oh, oh my God. Chris anyway. Hardwick. That's a good name. Um... But uh, I, listen, I'm excited for you, Next Chris. Week. You really built something here, and, and now you're shifting its evolution into another thing that you're building. Yeah, I mean, it just, uh, uh, I, I just have a lot of new ideas and a lot of new, fun, weird things that I want to I'm honestly, like, a little, there's a little bit of me inside that's sad that I can't be around 
all the time to build it with you. Well, you but you'll you'll be around as much as you want to be around. Yeah. You well, know, I'm you'll just be talking about time. time. Remember, time. it's not always want to be. It's not, it's not want. It's, you know, it's not, a, it's not a slight to you when oh, we don't show up. If I want, you know, if I was at every podcast I wanted to be at, I'd be at 98 percent of. Well, it's yeah. you know, we're so in the the way that the two percent I wouldn't be at are these. The way that I envisioned it is, you know, Nerdist is very much like a, a, a digital content company, an editorial company. You know, like that. I feel like that's the brand, and very much about, you know, that 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 type of that Commentary. that section of, section of fandom. And ID10T, I really see. I got really excited with the festival last year because I just I like people and I like doing stuff in person. You know, obviously it's why I do stand up, and that's why I do the festival, and that's why we have guests on all the time. And so I just thought, oh well, I think ID10T is more about. Um, like live events, and you know, and expressing these all these different things that I've been to over the years, and trying to find like the perfect balance of all those things into into one thing, and maybe we can grow it, and you know, like do an ID ten T East Coast and a West Coast, you know, sort of like they do packs. I'm listening. Uh, and uh, and then uh, on top of that. You know, I just buy so many toys. My wife and I buy so many toys and so many T-shirts and so many things. Like, I just want to make stuff that I would buy in a very curated way, so that it doesn't, you know, just feel like like Amazon, where it's like you can get a million of everything. It's like, yeah. no, let's just make limited runs of really fun things that are very special and in that moment. And then, you know, so it's yeah, that's really exciting to me. And it's you know, it's fun to make money doing the stuff that you like, but. It, but for me, it really is about the game of it. It's like, what can I try to do? What can I build? You know, I tell, I've told people for so many years, like, go make your thing. Go make your thing. And sometimes you have to make a new thing. And yeah. this, is my, this is me seizing a new opportunity to do that of making my new thing. Make so. stuff, not money. <laughs> but if you make money, that's fine, too. Well, my theory behind the... Is it the, the money? It's like, it's like makes... Like, Focus on making stuff, not money. So if yeah. you try to make money, you'll, you won't really like the stuff you make. But if you focus on making the good stuff, the money sh- you know, eventually will find you. It's almost it. a good sign-off. Make stuff, not money. Make stuff, not money. It, it, yeah. it just sounds a it little sounds too... Gross. Yeah, yeah, sounds yeah, yeah. gross. Sounds you know gross. Yeah, yeah. ID10T, signing out. Make stuff, not money. 5,000! <laughs> Wait, five, 5, 000, why 5,000? Was it the things? Just, oh, no, 5,000 like of whatever. You what 5,000 what? It's whatever though, it means Jonah. to you. My, but 5,000 5, Andres. I don't know. But what's an Andre? Five thousand power men? Yeah. Yes. Five hundred twenty-five thousand six hundred minutes. I just uh, uh, I, I I am excited and and we'll, and the, the there will be no ripple in the production schedule. There yeah, will be no uh, ripple in anything. Bad time, but Katie, you're fired. Oh, I was just about uh, to make that joke. <laughs> <laughs> no, of course Katie's gone. Jonah rehired. Katie's yeah. not. Katie's no, not gone. Katie's, Katie's uh, yeah. slogging along with us. Katie's coming over with me. Uh, Debbie, the Booker's coming over. Um, and uh, Roy Choi is our in-house chef. It's really fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> That's where most of the money is going to. Roy Choi. Roy Choi. I mean, yeah, it was never weird just... that we asked him to do this. Yeah, but you know, you'll never hear him or taste it. Yeah, I got uh, John Taffer coming in. He's going to oh, tell me. Oh, fantastic! Uh, you know, if, if I'm building this this new podcast business, the He's right way. He's going to tell you about. Uh, oh, by the way, uh, Bar Rescue is still going to be around, even though it's called the Paramount Network. <laughs> still going to be around. Yeah, I ran into Taffer. Where did I run into him? Love him. I can't remember where I ran into him, but what a fucking great guy. I love him. He's just so, he was like, God, I had so much fun doing your podcast, and people were so nice about it. I'd love to come back anytime. Like, of course you should. Yeah, absolutely. Can I just send a list of guests I'd like while I'm on hiatus? Yes, anything that distracts (laughs) you from thinking that your organs are imploding. Uh, 
It's a time, guys. But no, this is very exciting. I look forward to this year's festival. Last year's festival was, quite frankly, as I've said to everybody who's asked me about it, incredibly smoothly run. Yeah, they, it was a, it was a blast. The, yeah, they, they this company that I put the festival on with SGE did an incredible job, and you know this next year it's going to be in November in uh, in Orange County. We're putting it closer to the city. Oh, uh, I so thought it was in uh... what? <laughs> what did you think it was? I thought it was earlier in the year. No, it's we we were we were going to try to do it in May at the at, in the fall of last year. We were trying to put it on in May. Uh huh. And uh, the tricky thing about the tricky, there's always, there's usually a reason why things happen the way they happen. Mm -hmm. So we wanted to do it in May. And when we went back to the venue, the Orange County Fairgrounds, we're like, okay, we'll take these May dates. They were like, oh, you, you had a challenge on the date. So the way that these venues and the dates work is that you say, hey, I would like, you know, I would like these, I would like these dates. Because uh, if they're open on the calendar, you submit for those dates. And what can happen is someone already has a hold on that date, and so you can be in like first position as a chat. You can go, okay, I challenge that date, which means the other person who has a hold has a limited amount of time to determine if they want that date or not. Yeah. And so they have first right of refusal to go, no, we want it, or no, we don't. And if they surrender it, then you get the date. Oh, fucking we didn't, smash we didn't. We didn't know. <laughs> Some. <laughs> Body. Uh, we didn't know that uh, someone else had first hold, had a hold on the date. Ah. So we didn't get the date. But the good news about it that. Gives us more lead time. It gives us way more lead time. And uh, and also, you know, November is a really great time of year. It's like the weather is nice. It's yeah. you know, and so uh, so it's going to be. It'll be at the beginning of November at the uh, at the end of this year. So it gives it plenty of lead time. We're starting to book bands now. We're starting to get uh, some vendors in there. It'll be the same thing as last year, but just but quite honestly, just easier for people to do panels and to do that. You know, comment like the those types of Comic Con things. To just drive from L.A. to Orange County rather than flying to San Jose <laughs> to Mountain View. I drove. It was great. Well, all right then. Well, you can just drive to Orange County. No, I'm going to fly. That'd be weird. Uh, so you're putting on the, the festivals for people from L.A. and they just have to go to wherever it is? Uh, no. <laughs> I just mean no, like... a lot of the participants. I mean like... Participants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I mean yeah, like yeah. directors, actors, like to yeah, do yeah, the panels. Yeah, yeah. So I was thinking like, like the guests. You're like... Because like, wherever we put it, it's for them. Because we got... Because we got a lot of... We, we, I think we got really lucky with the panels last year between you and, and uh, you know, Harmontown and Mystery... And, uh, and uh, Port, Portlandia and Fillion and Alan Tudyk. But I just feel like that is that was... It's... It's really nerve wracking to say to people like, "Can you fly up?" Yeah, this, yeah, yeah, You know, but just being able to say like, "Hey, just drive, Come you know, down. forty minutes south." And yeah, yeah, kids yeah. Uh, out there who are thinking maybe I want to travel for this festival, guess what else is down there? Disneyland. Disneyland is very, very close, and it'll just uh, have been redecorated the Haunted Mansion for uh, Halloween, so you'll be good. You'll get to see the Jack Skellington version of it. It's gonna be a hoot. Not scary farm won't be as scary because they shut that down <laughs> early November. <laughs> they do. Oh yeah, they do. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It'll just yeah. be Knott's Berry Farm, which again, is no, it's Knott's Mary Farm. Oh, it doesn't oh, change to that. To Knott's Mary. Fuck yes. Fuck. Yeah. Also, there's plenty of hotels. It's gonna be great. When is it Knott's Dairy Farm? Where you just go? Uh, that's in the spring. Oh, but, good. That's right after uh, Knott's Larry Farm, mm-hmm. which is their celebration of Larry David. Yep. And then uh, Knott's Fairy Farm is celebrating fairies. The, no, is celebrating um, True Blood. Oh, ah. well, she was a fairy. Yeah, yeah. She was half fairy. Ah, I see. But uh, that's uh, F A E R I E. You guys, Shepherd Fairy? No. Oh. 
That's another. There's two Knott's Ferry Farms <laughs> celebrations. Obey Knott's Ferry Farm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's just, yeah. Anyway. You can go on the They uh, Live ride. <laughs> Where you put on sunglasses and everyone's on sunglasses and glasses and look and around see. and then like you know you, it's a shitty dark ride. Yeah, you just when you put on the glasses you can see that they're aliens. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Nuts, rowdy, rowdy. Mm-hmm. Lake grade. Fuck. Mm. It's yeah, okay. It's really really too early for. It's really uh, for riffs. Yeah. Uh, just so you know, this is not a taste of what's to come. We're not. We're not getting yeah. worse at podcasting. Yeah. It's yeah. just early. Um, okay, so let's um. I don't know. How do we? Uh, um, so, hello. hello. Oh no, no. Uh, that's that's at the, no. that's at the other end. That's so funny. Well, I hope you feel better. Listen, I I feel certainly better than some of our audience right now. Well, just God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Not helpful. That's <laughs> uh, uh, good to be fun. <laughs> Listen, as long as you're laughing. I'm, that makes me happy. As long as you're not panic attacking, I don't care. We'll see you on the drive. Ah. Give, me all, give me all the shit you want as long as you're smiling and Listen, happy. I'm I just, I, I, I think as much as you can defer your, your you know, like I'm, in a couple balance. of weeks, I'm going to be fine. In a yeah. couple of weeks, I'll be able to sleep in. I won't have to, yeah. you know, yeah. that, that is at least that, that light at the end of the tunnel. And I can tell you this from that period where we were recording like seven podcasts a week and I was doing At Midnight and Talking Dead mm-hmm, and Nerdist mm-hmm, stuff mm-hmm. and... You know, three other things that uh, the only way that I survived all that was like, okay, so in three weeks, I have like yeah. three days off yeah. and I'm just going to power me. down for those three days. Really? It's, it's in my sights. It's the light at the end of the tunnel. And Jonah, mm-hmm. uh, how, how are you? You're good? Yeah. Good. We start on Monday. We start uh, writing the new season of Mystery Science Theater. God damn it. That's fantastic. Yeah. Very, very much looking forward Movies to it. Movies have been chosen. Movies have been chosen. Um, there, there's some, there's some good picks in there. Some interesting picks, and so yeah, we'll start, start writing that stuff. I'm very excited to get ha- going. It was, it's like you know, once I found out the start date, I start feeling a little better. <laughs> yeah. this is one of those things. I'm like, oh, yeah, oh I yeah. got nothing going on, and you know that you're just like sell, trying to self-start stuff and work on other things. And it's nice to just kind of have like it's like okay, that's there, and then you can start building around it. Well, yeah, because it, it what it does is that it kind of locks down that anxiety center of your brain it just like it, it just knows that you're de- kind of deferring the opposite that you're actually deferring the literal opposite thing of what matt is deferring which is like yeah okay i'm i know that i'm gonna have that yes while i have all this free time right now it's yeah. really crazy how you guys your situations are f- completely flipped yeah yeah definitely and and but what i think is so wonderful and fascinating about that for people who are listening is that it just shows that like whatever is going on in your life and you feel stressed about you're not alone, mm-hmm. and that's very natural. And ultimately, it's all going to be okay. Matt's going to mm-hmm. be okay in a couple of weeks. You're going to be okay. You know, it's so funny you're saying that. I thought of a good sign off. It's a hey, you're going to be okay. <laughs> hey, you're going to be okay. <laughs> Wait, what was it? We'll be okay. What? What about some more? What, what, what else did this with the kid order? Is there anything from the kid's order that could be like a sign off? Um, um, Roasted tomato frittata. Yeah, I'm not really sure. About, uh, really they went, they changed we... from burrito to enjoy your roasted <laughs> frittata. What if uh, what if we signed off with the uh, with the uh, uh, thanks so much for listening. PB and J is after ten. <laughs> we know we know what you know. What would I mean? We'll probably just keep saying enjoy your burrito. But if we didn't say enjoy your burrito anymore, 
that would really kind of fit the theme of like, hey, that burrito was done and I, you yeah, enjoyed yeah. it while it was happening and now we're going to start a new thing. Yeah. But I don't know if I'm ready to change the sign. I don't know if I'm ready to change it. Enjoy the ride home. Enjoy the Oh. <laughs> oh. Like Beautiful ride. Throw, throw your burrito <laughs> wrapper in the trash. 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 <laughs> throw your goddamn. No littering. Throw your goddamn burrito <laughs> in the. Ah, Chewbacca and a goddamn. <laughs> Patton's uh, Nick Nolte uh, yeah. auditioning for Han Solo. God. I, that's like holy shit! Chewbacca, goddamn. Me and Paul Bonanno in the edit bay, just like if like you know, every time the computer would crash, like just like you know when you're in editing and just the computer crashing, just like god damn it, Chewbacca. It would be like <laughs> two minutes of us just griping because it made it like more fun than just being fucking like just bummed out. Paul needs a faster computer. <laughs> this was at a. This happens all the time. It's crazy. I never, crashing, I, crashing computers like listen, in an edit bay. It's very Goldbergs common. at the Goldbergs. I don't ever see that happening on our Avids. Yeah, well, Avid is a sturdier uh, program, uh, but on top of that, it's uh, not as much media because it's a like a multicam <laughs> shoot as opposed to like when you have like a like huge this. timeline of you know many different. I don't uh, you know if you realize that we're a single camera program and uh... <laughs> no, no. But you ha- do you do uh, multiple cameras in a scene? We run two. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I hope this is what the podcast turns into. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Guys, uh, let's yeah. talk about I call this your tree a little baseball. more and show your files to me. September Come on 10th, and Hollywood crash Bowl, Dave Matthews Band. Into me. Yeah. I was like, I was like, Dory, Dave's coming back to the bowl. Uh, I was going to get tickets. Lauren Greenberg's going to go. And she's like, uh, You guys have fun. <laughs> <laughs> But, hey, here's the deal, guys. He's got a new album coming out this summer. They're supporting a tour. Enjoy your ride home. I feel, like if, <laughs> I feel like if there was ever a time <laughs> to get him onto the podcast, that would be the time. So, uh, Debbie, if you're listening. All right, uh, he seems like a cool dude. His manager is Corin Capshaw. Yeah, I've I've met with his management team before. They were really I was I was I a few years ago was trying to book <laughs> I tried to book Dave Matthews once for your birthday. I yeah, know, I remember and, that. And, and it, it didn't, didn't like work you're out. Going through a rough time and Chris is like, I'm really trying to get Dave Matthews. I think it'll cheer Matt up. And I, and I met I when I went and met oh, with his management would have team. Would have been amazing. Like one of his managers and the guy was really nice and we had all, and and then it was just one of those things where it's like he had nothing to promote. No, well, yeah. but but and then also like sometimes you can have a lot of meetings and then nothing comes of it. And it's not that anyone did anything wrong or no, no, anyone's. It's just like, yeah, it just didn't work out. You know, yeah. like the, it didn't line up. But maybe now, maybe, maybe, maybe now. it'll, you know, that's something to not uh, for me to, to really hope and pray for to the Lord Jesus and Yahweh and <laughs> Buddha. Somebody wants him down here. No. No. Hey, now you're an all star. I was. I've been. I've been weirdly obsessed. <laughs> I've been. Uh, my latest like weird obsession as oh, far really? as like. <laughs> oh, that was a fiddle, Chris. <laughs> well, the people at home can't see the fiddle space work. Uh, my deep. My latest. Uh, Fiddle space work. If you want more fiddle space work, tune into ID10T. Fiddle uh, space. Uh, oh no! Come down to fiddle space. I miss when fiddle you guys space. would do fiddle space. Fiddle uh, space, our private training room for all of your fiddle needs. Did you come down of, to fiddle did you space? Think about calling this noodle stories. Noodle stories. Noodle stories. Um, but my latest, uh, my latest like deep noodle dive stories. obsession has been uh, early Motown or early mid late 
early mid Motown, so like Four Tops and the Temptations particularly have been like my deep dives as of late on YouTube. You can't help yourself. Uh, okay, that's Michael McDonald. You want you nobody. Yes, you're singing a Four Tops. You're singing a Four Tops song, but I've been like mildly obsessed with the Four Tops and, and Levi Stubbs, who I think is such an amazing vocalist. He was, of course, the voice of Audrey. It's too. my favorite cut of jeans is Levi Stubbs. <laughs> God damn it! Not necessary. But <laughs> no, what? I reject. Why? Overruled. Why? Overruled. It's a funny name that guy. Sir, got. You are out of order. That I will have a... the bailiff Katie remove you. The man has a funny name. The name should be made fun of. It doesn't take away anything. Any of his accomplishments approach it the sounds bench. like a pant approach the bench last uh, so last night very late at night i was on youtube and i did a search on my ipad in bed of like the four tops and i scroll 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 and then i see a uh, episode of webster with the four tops on it and i'm like what is this and it's the whole episode and it's so fucking insane what counted as television back then like the plot is bananas like it's that the uh uh, the wife was trying to lose her five to ten pounds of fat from the from the winter, uh, and the husband has bought her four tops tickets for the uh, couple Saturdays from now. So she's at the gym trying to work out. She takes Webster with her. She's like <laughs> she's like on the bike, and then and then of course the four tops come in to the gym. They're going to work out. They're being shown the gym, and then the Levi is like talking to Webster, and he's like, "Hey, man." Why don't you do me a favor and sit on my feet so I can do some sit-ups? And that's like how they meet. So Webster sits on the feet of, of the Levi, four of the lead singer of the Four Tops, Levi Stubbs. Well, but so but so just by complete coincidence, yes. the mom are, has tickets to the Four Tops, and then the Four Tops, of course, are staying at this hotel that has or staying nearby this gym. <sighs> Boy, that is sweaty. Oh wow. my god, it's crazy because like also like they throw this plot line in. Early in the show where an old woman comes by asking to sign a petition for them to get a elderly people's dance that the mother would have to chaperone. And it's, oh, good. A sea story. And it happens to be on the night of the Four Tops concert afterwards. And, mm. like, there's a scene of her, they like... They did this in 21 minutes? 24 minutes. And she's, like, riding the bike and she's listening to her headphones. She's listening to the Four Tops. She's just singing the Four Tops. And the Four Tops all come over and just start singing at her. But she's got her headphones on and can't hear it. It's insane. Of wow. course, uh, Webster saves the day by bringing the four tops to the old people dance. Of course. And, of uh, course. And it all wraps up. It's fucking bananas. Well, I, I saw something that I had never seen before a couple days ago, which was... Was it the porn version of the four tops called the four bottoms? I was thinking about that. Yeah, yeah I was thinking about it. I was yeah. trying to figure out how to work four bottoms in. I yeah, yeah, me too. I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, <it's> like, <laughs> Nothing has changed. <laughs> in fact, maybe getting worse. Yes. Uh, <laughs> this, is, this is like year one and two humor. Um, so, uh, I'd never seen a Prince on the Muppets Tonight. Like, oh, M- sure. Muppets yeah, yeah, yeah. Mid nineties Muppet show that they did. And Prince is like, it's, he's in a sketch. He's like making jokes with the Muppet. I've never, I'd never seen him like playful in that. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then he goes off with a bunch of the Muppets and he sings, um, starfish and coffee, maple syrup and it's up from sign of the times. Yeah. And, uh, and then he comes back because the whole, the whole thing is that they come in and they go, he goes, Prince goes, yeah, I can write a song about anything. He's like, oh, you can write a song about like food? And he goes, sure. Hey, uh, you know, what, what's, uh, what's for lunch? And they go, oh, it's a starfish coffee maple syrup and jam. <laughs> so then he goes up to the song and he comes back and he goes, 
do, could you do that again? And he goes, sure. Hey, what's for, uh, what, 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 do you, what else you got in the kitchen? And they go, uh, raspberry sorbet. <laughs> and then he sings raspberry sorbet. And then that's, that's the amazing. end of the sketch. Yeah, that's it was amazing. fucking amazing. That's really great. It was really great. So, uh, well, that's it. Uh, TLDR, podcast name is changing. Podcast itself won't change. Same feed. You won't have to resubscribe. Uh, new name, new logo. We're going to figure out all the other stuff in the interim. Uh, and uh, and I'm still working at Nerdist the Company, uh, even though the podcast uh, is moving to Cadence 13, so we can try to put it on the radio. That's it. Those are the headlines. And, um, and I, I love you guys. Thanks for coming. Thanks for coming, even though you... No, I, I knew it was Always very, on the press. It was of, very important that you... Uh, we, we showed a unified front. Mm-hmm. We get together. <laughs> And do this together, and I knew that, and that's why I uh, made the effort to get here, and uh, I thank you both for accommodating. Both? Oh, God. We gotta end on something funny. That wasn't it. There it is! Nailed it! Enjoy your ride home. (laughs) You make stuff, not money, yo. Make stuff, not money. Yo! ID10T All-Stars, coming at you. (laughs) Master P in the house! (laughs) (laughs) Enjoy your burrito. I could have kept on doing that for a long time. Oh, Lydia had been saying that I should end the podcast with Munch Those Tacos. Now leaving Nerdist.com. Enjoy your burrito. Hey, it's Guy Raz here, the host of How I Built This, a podcast that gives you a front row seat to how some of the biggest products were built and the innovators, entrepreneurs, and idealists behind them. Every week, I speak to someone new. Stories like Justin Wolverton's, a lawyer who just wanted a healthy alternative to ice cream, so he created Halo Top in his Cuisinart. Or Todd Graves, who grew his fried chicken restaurant Raising Cane's into one of the most successful fast food chains in the U.S. All of these great conversations can help you learn how to think big, take risks, and navigate crises in life and work from people who've done all of that and more. Follow How I Built This on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to How I Built This early and ad-free right now on Wondery Plus.